Yo, what's going on, guys? My name is Chandler, the Geek Slays. Welcome back to the Scuffed Ass Podcast, episode 38. And today, there's still nothing to talk about. It's 2020. What can we go do? Especially now. It's even harder to gain stories now. Since you have COVID, you exposed me to the COVID, so now we just sit at home. I haven't left my room in two weeks. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. 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 How's it feel? How's it feel to be alive? Um, I'm I'm ready for it to be Saturday so I can get the fuck out of this house. So what are you gonna go do Saturday? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, don't, babe. What are we gonna go do Saturday? Hey, her quarantine's not over yet. Hers technically gets over Friday for some reason. I don't. How does her quarantine end before yours? I don't. I don't know. You but gave her the COVID. That could. That might not be true, but. Well, I know. I still we, go with we the don't thing know. that she gave you. The now COVID. I just found out today that it might have been my brother that gave it to me, but. I, Aha! We, fucking guy. We, we don't know. We we just don't know. Fuck. Maybe it was game night, people. Since they're, you know, they have this big thing about not wanting to talk about if they have it or been exposed to it or anything. Right. So, baby Yoda. (laughs) Oh, that's not okay. That's not okay. So, we just talked about this, but the... Cold War size requirements is kind of dumb, but that's it's so insane because like the Xbox Series S, which I think will end up being the best selling console, even though it's the least powerful option, just because it's three hundred dollars and that's a lot easier of a number for people to spend. Right. You know, five hundred bucks is a lot. Where three hundred bucks is like that perfect console sweet spot where it's. Not so much that it's going to take two years to save up for it, but it's not so little that you assume the thing's going to be a piece of shit, which it could be. It's an Xbox at launch. I'm I'm a little worried about it. Chandler was asking what we were doing Saturday. But. I don't know. um, Are you wanting to do something? Who, me? Yeah, you. Sure. I'm bored as fuck. You have no idea. Uh, I do. You see, because you at least have Destiny there to talk to. See, I go to sleep, wake up, everyone's in bed. So I just wake up, sit here a fucking loan, or maybe play video games with you for like an hour. But then you go to bed. And then I just sit here. And like uh, stare at the at wall. At least two and a half to three hours. No, there was the one night where it was only an hour because Destiny really wanted you to go to bed. She was tired. Yeah, well, to be fair, <laughs> we started at two o'clock in the morning, so. No, 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 not that night. We started at like 10. She just wanted you in bed oh. early because your mom needed oh, you yeah, to do something the next day. Yeah, it was yeah. some dumb shit. I had to get up and go vote. But so apparently Cold War, it's various graphic levels and content packs. 
So you could choose not to download the campaign if like you weren't gonna play it or like choose not to download zombies, which you're downloading zombies, sorry, but you are. It's just how it's gonna yeah. be. Um, <laughs> I'll just download everything. I mean, right. Fuck. But if you wanna play with ultra graphics, which I mean, the only time that would be cool is the campaign. Um, because I mean, the campaign's one of those things where you can play it at a lower refresh rate at, and just let it look beautiful. Cause it's normally the campaign's more about the story than the gameplay. Right. At least in my opinion. So like, that was the only time I used, you know, super nice graphic settings on modern warfare was during the campaign. Um, yeah. but yeah, so they're dropping the size requirement from 175 gigabytes to 82. That's a little big drop. Yeah. If you only want to yeah. download multiplayer, it'll be 35 gigs. If you only wanted multiplayer for some reason. Yeah. I don't know if I wanted to download the high, the super high graphic crap, I would even with my extended, uh, you know your external storage drive, yeah i i would have to delete like two games off of it in order to fucking put that shit on there yeah i think that is the one problem for the xbox series s as i was telling you before we started the podcast um it the ssd on the series s is 500 gigs when so you in other words, you'd have to spend three hundred and sixty dollars to go buy, you know, external hard drive to come. Well, that's the thing. Xbox is trying to do a proprietary thing for their external hard drives. It sounds like, so it would be more than sixty bucks to get the extra hard drive, which I think is super fucked up. Yeah, that's fucked. That's just that's just money hungry. Right. It's... Why Why would you go cheaper if you're just gonna go and try and make people spend money somewhere else? Because that's how companies work. They sell you the base product really cheap, but all the add-ons that you actually need are super expensive. Right, right, okay. That, that's, that's how companies try to make money. Um, okay. Ooh. Apparently there's some rumors about the next Battlefield game. And apparently it will have a never-before-seen scale, so apparently it'll be huge. So apparently the next Battlefield They're game will launch huge. huge. Yeah. The next Battlefield game will launch holiday of 2021. EA has reaffirmed in its fiscal report for the second quarter of 2021. Not only that, but EA CEO Andrew Wilson reckons it's going to be a big one. So Dice, wow. who has I know they've made some Battlefield games, but lately they've been doing mostly the Star Wars Battlefront games. Right. Is working on this Battlefield game with a never-before-seen scale. Technical wow. advancements of the new consoles are allowing the team to deliver a true next-gen vision of the franchise. He also confirmed that internal playtesting is already happening. Okay. The 2021 release date will mark the longest wait for a Battlefield installment in the series' history. Um, See, that's what I'm curious about. What What's the timeline they're going to base this one off of? See, that's a good question. It'd be cool if it was like another bad company game. What dice battlefield? 
What Battlefield games did DICE make? I don't know. I'd say out of all the Battlefields, Hardline, Battlefield Hardline was probably my least favorite. Yeah. Dice Games? No, Dice Studio Games. Because <laughs> it just wants to show me actual dice. Like, no, that's oh. not that's not what I'm here. I'm not looking up that kind of game. Okay, so it made a lot of games. Holy shit. But okay, so they Dice made Battlefield 1942 The Road to Rome, which right. apparently was an expansion to Battlefield 1942, which they also made. Did they make every Battlefield game and I'm just on, on drugs? They also made Battlefield 2, Battlefield 2 Special Forces, Battlefield 2 Modern Combat, Battlefield 2142. That came out in 2006. Wow. Battlefield Bad Company, Battlefield 1943. Bad Company 2, Battlefield 3, Battlefield 4, Battlefield 1. They made every Battlefield game except for Hardline. Oh, so that would make sense why I don't like Hardline. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, how could they make Battlefield games that were decent but not make Star Wars Battlefront games? I don't know. I don't know. I guess... I hope that they come out with a new Battlefront at some point. Especially now, because you actually at least kind of like Star Wars. Yeah. So, you could... You might actually get it and play it with me. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. That's one issue. I've never had anyone to play those games with. So... We also have more news. Take-Two's CEO, so the parent company, Take-Two is the parent company for Rockstar and 2K, so for games like, you know, NBA and even, uh, like, Borderlands and stuff. Yeah. Um, ha said that game subscription services like Xbox Game Pass, EA Play, these things that everybody loves because they're amazing. Game Pass is awesome. I pay, I think, like five bucks a month, and there's a list of over 200 games I can just download and play at any time. Super worth right. it. Like, you can play games that it's like I wouldn't have paid 60 bucks for that, but I can just download it and play it. You right. know, so that's nice. But he's saying that he's highly skeptical that subscription services will be the primary way that interactive entertainment is distributed you know a blockbuster said that when netflix happened and look at blockbuster now yeah like subscription services are definitely the way i don't know if actual streaming services for games will ever be the way it requires such yeah. good internet and figuring out the latency issues is difficult so, but okay, yeah. So he's saying because the way people consume it and the price point for owning a title, which is very reasonable and very low, actually on a per hour basis. So I think it's unlikely that subscriptions become the frontline video game sales or the primary business model. I disagree. I think stuff like Game Pass makes way too much sense 
I think PlayStation needs to figure out their own version of it. And I know they have like PlayStation View or whatever, but it's awful. Like right. create a PlayStation Game Pass that actually makes sense and is useful because that'll draw people to you. That's true. Oh. So take two also, this is a whole different article here. But take two that same guy, I can't remember what his name was, but he says, we deliver the highest quality experiences in the business and we charge much less for them than what we believe they are worth to customers. So so Grand Theft Auto 6 is probably going to cost $300 on disc. (laughs) That's my guess. They're going to do some stupid shit. This is what we think it's worth and nobody's going to fucking buy it. Yeah, I ain't buying it. I'll wait five years and then buy it when they mark like 80% off. Yikes. So this guy was asked if he would ever, you know, like make GTA Online free. So just the online version free. And from his point of view, Grand Theft Auto Online and Red Dead Online are already free components of those games. That's not free. You had to pay 60 bucks for the other game, and then you got online on top of it, but that's dumb. Right. Yeah, that's not free. Um... Well, he says, because after you purchase... A big single-player open-world game, you get to keep playing the online components without any further payment. But that doesn't mean it's free. It costs you 60 bucks. Like, normally, if I'm buying a GTA game, I'm buying it for GTA Online, whether the story's good or not, because, you know. You know? I do understand. But yeah, I don't know. Yep. All I, these, yeah. All these gaming companies—they're just mon- money hungry these days. It's they don't actually do anything for anybody's enjoyment. They just money. So Call of Duty money. Black Ops Cold War is going to share progression with Warzone and Modern Warfare. Okay. So apparently, all XP you earn will also count towards Modern Warfare and. Warzone? I don't understand. <laughs> um, I'm very confused. It, oh, the battle pass progression will also be linked. So if you're leveling up in Modern Warfare, you're leveling up in Cold War and vice versa. Right. That's weird. I don't know how I feel about that. So how how's how's twenty twenty treating you? Who me? Yeah. You know, might end up being an alcoholic. Before you weren't already. Well, you know, 
actually, no, I, I think that was uh, a normal for 2020. Now it's starting to get worse. <laughs> now I don't, Now it's not. Might start doing some meth here and there. Yeah. You know, it's fucked up. You might as well do meth because smoking weed will get you in just as much trouble in Wyoming as doing meth will. Uh, not not unless you're in Oregon. Apparently, Oregon uh, passed. I, I just said in Wyoming, you dumb cunt. Right, but if we all uh, go to Oregon, and it's we'll not fine. exactly true. You wow. will get technically arrested, the drugs confiscated, but instead of going to jail, they're gonna take you to rehab. So. Uh. It's, well, we all know who re- how rehab works. It's legal to the point of, you know, you're not going to prison and, you know, losing the entire rest of your life. Because life got really shitty and you saw something that could make it better. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm not saying it actually does or whatever, but that's the reason people do drugs is, you know, it gives them a feeling of, like, ecstasy. Feel Well... Ecstasy really does give you a feeling of ecstasy, but... (laughs) Right. But, you know... It's the same reason we play video games. It changes reality. Mm -hmm. Reality can be whatever I want. (gasps) What? Oh, no. System of a Down releases new music for the first time in 15 years. Ooh. That's awesome. That's great. Yes, ma'am. System of the Down. System of the Down. Oh, thank God. Apparently, Cold War is actually going to feature a prestige system. Which is great. I like prestiging. Gives you a reason to play the game. Oh, there is a... The last one, I I only prestiged like five times. Okay, here is the roadmap for the beginning of the season. So, stuff will come out, you know, the base game will come out, and then... Mm -hmm. November 24th, Nuketown 1984 will be added to the game. Oh. Because, of course, there has to be Nuketown. It's a Black Ops game. Gotta yeah. be some Nuki Towny. People wouldn't buy the game if they knew that Nuketown right? wasn't. The- Nuketown is Black Ops's version of Shipment. Right. It's where people just want to play the game. So then, on December 10th, when the season, when the first season begins, you'll get more multiplayer maps and modes, new weapons, new zombies modes, which is intriguing, 2v2 gunfight will return, or just come to this game for the first time, but return in general, and classified Warzone experience. And it's being called Rebirth Island, apparently. 
So that's intriguing. I'm excited for some Call of Duty. I mean, it's gonna suck. It's the same. I get excited for Call of Duty every year, and I'm always disappointed. Have been since Black Ops 3. You have been since, like, Black Ops 2. Because you didn't play Black Ops 3, even though it's the best Call of Duty made on next-gen consoles, so. Right. Which, at this point, would just be current-gen consoles. Because they are no longer next-gen. Next-gen's here now. <laughs> right. But, so, I mean, cause yeah, I, Modern Warfare definitely wasn't better than Black Ops 3 in any way. No, no. Black Ops 4 definitely wasn't. We were all hoping Treyarch would continue what they started with Black Ops 3, and they kind of fucked it, fucked it up there. Um, yeah. World War 2, No. <laughs> I know you played that game a lot, but just no, just no. I, um, I, I mean, the only thing I liked on World War Two than the other game is the the uh, the uh, prop hunt. I thought the prop hunt. See, but Black Ops Three's prop hunt was more fun. I don't know. Yeah, see, I never got to okay. play Black Ops Three prop hunt, but right. So Black Ops Three prop hunt, the fact that you had jetpacks and were props meant for some cool hiding spots right you didn't just have to be on the ground or like you know mid-level yeah you could get up like on top of a shelf in a room and nobody would know you were there it's sick yeah <clears throat> Ooh. so one thing in the new blog, Activision says, for the first in few initial seasons of Black Ops Cold War, Modern Warfare cosmetics and content will be in Warzone. However, Activision says that in the future they could temporarily or permanently remove items to match Warzone's future story. If you remove an item I paid for, you are going to give me my goddamn money back. Right, yeah, no shit. That's just how that has to be. Now, if oh, you dude. remove modern warfare weapons, that's fine. No one cares. Like, whatever. I don't want to use the same weapons anyways. The terrible weapon balancing of modern warfare is the reason I don't play that game anymore. Why I don't play Warzone anymore. Yeah. So. I've been awfully, like, super fucking laggy. Lately, Activision yeah. fucking sucks, bro. Yeah, yep. I would agree. Would ya? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but we also have the launch of Apex Legends Season Seven, which that's a game I haven't played in a while. Right? Do you even still have it downloaded? Yeah, I think I do. I do too. I just I don't we've both of us have been waiting for cross platform. Yeah. So that I can just play it on PC and you can chill. Oh, that reminds me of something kinda cool. I just ordered my new computer case so I can replace the shitty one that makes games not want to work correctly. Uh right. So that's intriguing. Oh that'll be good. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. 
Like, this case is so much better designed for airflow, so if shit's still overheating, I'm just fucked. <laughs> just have to set your console outside. Yeah, okay. set my PC outside. Never overheated when I had my air conditioner on and my room was always 62 degrees. Right. I was cold, but my PC would keep me warm. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus Christ. Apparently there was a team of people who dedicated a hundred, a hundred, ten years, sorry, to build the entirety of Middle Earth in Minecraft. Oh my god. So, you know, Lord of the Rings? Right. Yeah, that's wild. I wish I had that much time. Well, I mean, it's a full server of people, so I mean, there were constantly, 24 hours a day, somebody working on it. Uh... So they have all the top uh, hot spots and everything in between. Take a stroll through Hobbleton, delve into the depths of Mariah. Moria? God, I don't remember how shit's said. Maria. There you go. Uh, it actually looks sick. I'm sure it does. Oh my god. The amount of time you'd have to put into this. That's probably insane. like years. Well, ten years, but the actual amount of time is gonna be way more than ten years. Because if two that's people true. worked on it for a full ten years, that's twenty years of development, kind of. I mean, full-time between every person would be an insane amount. Right. So. Minecraft Middle-Earth was live when the Hobbit trilogy released in 2012. Wow. That's insane. I'll send you this article in a bit, um, because that's wild. Um, sometimes I forget how fun this. What are you looking at? I'm playing uh, Battlefield. You're playing a video game in the background, really? Uh, yeah. This guy. It's hard playing it with, you know, no volume, but. Bet, I bet. Um, I don't know. Are you excited for new consoles and new games and shit to finally exist? New games for you, mostly, because you. Who knows when you'll get a PS5? Yeah, as long as they make games for PS4, I'm fine with it. I mean. I just hope it's not like, you know, when, when they came out with the PS4, they just totally, um, PS3 was non-existent. You know, I'm just glad they made it so that I can still play with you on a, if you have a PS5, you know? For some games, not all of them, though. Right, right, but for the important games, most likely, we'll be able to play together. Hopefully. Hopefully. I, I will eventually probably get... PS5. I think so you'll you can, just you can, have you can, to. You can transfer your um, your uh, um, PS4 
four account over to TS five, right? Your yeah. Why? Wondered. Oh. The only thing that sucks is all the games that I like to play. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to fucking rebuy. No, you'll just download them, you dumbass. Or, well, are PS4 compatible with PS5? Fuck, they better be. If PlayStation messes that up again, they lose. Because that's the right. one thing Xbox has had this whole generation, is I can still go play original Xbox games on my, on the newest console, so the Series X will still play OG Xbox games. Yeah, that that's... Like, Xbox that is making sure. So, so upset if I didn't have the opportunity to, you know throw my PS4 disc in there and download games I already fucking paid for. You know? Right. Oh, so you're that going with the, the disc version, huh? Well, and some of it I have online, but not all of it. I guess the disc version makes a lot of sense. I mean, I the only reason I'm not is because I got the Xbox Series X, which has discs. Discs. Right. Because... Uh, well, and actually, who knows what'll end up happening? Because on release day, when I'm in Scott's Bluff, going around to every store trying to find one, I'm going to get either one they have. Like, if they tell me we don't have a digital edition, I'm not just going to leave. I'll just buy the other one. <laughs> They're like, we only have one disc, you know, one version, and it's, you know, got the disc drive. It's like, fuck it, okay. I didn't want to do this, but I will. <laughs> I think it looks worse because it has the disk drive, but whatever. Right. Because I don't want to wait the six months it could be before it actually shows up. Oh, yeah. so on whatever release day is, because I can't remember off the top of my head, do you want to make a trip with me? <laughs> to where? Bluffs. Maybe. I also need to figure out if they're doing midnight launches, though, because that could be a pain in the dick. Yeah, that could be. Oh, you you want to hear something terrible? What? On eBay. PlayStation yeah. 5 confirmed pre-orders, because you can sell the confirmed pre-order to people. They are selling for $2,000, $1,000, Yikes. Uh, whoa. That's not good. PS5, are they doing midnight releases? Because that would be cool. It's been so long. But I don't know if the actual... I'm going to have to call up, like, GameStop and be like, yo, are you doing a midnight release for the PS5? Or are you just, you know, opening at normal time and then selling it? Because I need to know. Fuck it, I'm going to go camp gonna... out in front of GameStop. Yeah, dude, I'm going to... Yeah, take my tent probably they'll just do a normal see i don't know i miss the old days when we had midnight releases and you had to go like nobody compat you know nobody's compassionate about anything anymore, so dude i am fuck it give me a midnight release i want to go back take Especially me back to the good there's no compassion what dawson's creek it sounds familiar Why? heard of it never watched it 
Man, she really can't give you the hour it takes to do the podcast. Intriguing. Well, it helps that we're in the same room. Doesn't help, actually, is the problem. Trying not to get in trouble. Oh, there's... Oh, so somebody actually asked this question on Reddit about midnight console launch is still a thing. Right. These little hookers at <laughs> charging full speed at them with a nobody actually says so, okay stop talking about the shitty game you're playing and talk about real life but I did you ever go to a midnight launch for anything like a game or a console or anything nope I don't think so really damn I I have because anything I ever get is like fucking way, way, you know, later after it comes out. I want like Black Ops Three. I went to the midnight release for that. That was fun. Back when people right. actually cared about Call of Duty. Uh, I think right. the PS4 Pro did a midnight release. I was there for that because I wanted to upgrade it. Yeah. Um, midnight releases are fun you're just like cause you get there at like 10 or 11 o'clock so you're out there for an hour and anybody else who shows up to wait you're just talking about the new thing and having such a cool time like if there was an Apple store around here and it wasn't 2020 so Apple stores were actually open you can bet yeah. your ass I'd be out in front of that Apple store <laughs> waiting <laughs> for new consoles <laughs> just chill or not new consoles new phones just chilling talking to people having a good old dandy handy time that sounds about right oh okay ps5 i don't want email updates i just want to look at the playstation 5 you dumb cunt playstation 5 gamestop they are unavailable Ooh, the PlayStation 5 starter bundle, like what I bought for the Xbox, would be sick. First of all, two controllers, which, helpful. Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and Demon Souls are what comes with it. That'd be sick. That would be sickly. Demon Souls is a lot like Dark Souls, isn't it? Yeah. Thought so. And, but yeah, I'm going to have to call GameStop and see what's going on. Call yeah. Walmart, call all the places. That's the other thing, though, with like external hard drives this generation, it's going to be such a problem, is they added SSDs to consoles for the first time. So loading speeds are going to be insanely fast. But if you use an external hard drive, that loading speed's going to slow down so much. Which is not going to be good, because people will bitch about it. Right. I'm using my external hard drive. Why is everything slower? Uh, <laughs> because it's a hard drive. That's how it works. 
<laughs> That's why current gen consoles feel so slow. God, it takes 10 minutes to load into GTA. Yeah, that's because it's a hard drive, not an SSD. My PC loads into GTA in less than 30 seconds. So, yeah. Are we going to get back into playing... Uh, What's it called? Apex? I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, oh, it's fun sometimes. Um, I just didn't like this last season, man. Yeah. Came out. I wasn't. So here's the thing. Here's a thing. So you remember the old default skins for Fortnite, right? Like when you first started playing the weird skins that you always had to wear that were like the weird brown pants, green shirt guys. Right. That yeah. they replaced with new stuff. Yeah. They're in the item shop now. You can buy them. That seems stupid. So you can buy the whole set, which is like five skins or whatever, for 2,000 V-Bucks. Or 800 V-Bucks a piece. You can also buy the original glider and the original pickaxe. But, like, why are you selling the original stuff that was free with the game? Why not just when we select default skins, just allow us to use the default skins? Because <laughs> somebody said, you know what? This, we could make money off of this. Right. People will buy it. And that's the problem. There are dumb people out there who be like, you know what? I gotta buy it. I gotta buy everything on Fortnite. AKA partially. Oh gosh, that's wild. See, it looks like they're also adding all the cool, like, you wouldn't remember this, but from like season one and two and stuff, when the default skins weren't just, you know, shitty brown pants with green shirt, they had like, you know, a guy who was wearing all red and stuff, you know, different colored stuff. Yeah. That's sick. If those are in the bundle, then it's like, okay, maybe it's worth it. But you couldn't just, you could have just did it as a thing because Fortnite keeps track of how long you've played on that account, right? So you yeah. could have done a thing where it's like, if you played before chapter two, so before we got the new map and these skins went away, you get them for free. And if you didn't, then you have to pay for them, which I think would make sense. Because making me pay for something I already had at one point seems kind of fucked up. Right. It'd be like if Fortnite tried to start saying everybody needed to pay 60 bucks to continue to play their game. That makes no sense. You released it for free. You made this business decision. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm stupid. I don't know. But, um, man, you just don't know how to run a business, damn it. Well, I mean, they they kind of do. They are like the most successful video game of all time. I'm but, saying you don't. Oh, I don't. Oh, you, you don't. oh. Oh, so here's another interesting 
story from today. So this oh, yeah. morning, new AMD CPUs launch. So Ryzen third gen, so the five thousand series. I know all words you don't understand. I get that. Nope, not a so, clue. So so you've heard of Intel, right? Yeah. The company, you know, they have been the king of CPUs for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um. Then for the last couple years, what it came down to was like if you're building a PC. For gaming, you buy an Intel CPU because it's still the fastest. And But if you're doing anything else and not just gaming, buy AMD because they're the better overall processor. Right. With Ryzen 3rd Gen that just launched this morning, there is no longer a reason to recommend Intel. AMD beats it in gaming. It beats it in workstation loads. It beats it at everything. Intel has officially been dethroned, which I think is intriguing. Because Intel has made so many jokes about how AMD can never catch up. Now, Intel, who has been stuck at their current process, so same process nodes, same size, everything, they can't get any improvement. They've been stuck, and AMD has just blown by them, and it's amazing. But it's also concerning, because now AMD's at the top. Are they going to pull an Intel and drag their feet and get to the point where they're stuck and Intel flies by them? Or will they be smart because they've seen this before and just go, okay, we're not going to do that. We're going to make the same advancements we always have, and every two years we're going to release, you know, a new amazing product that is shockingly better than anything that's ever been released before. Right. Which is a good, it's a valid question. What's going to happen now? And I mean, how does Intel respond? They're saying they have new processors coming out Q1 of 2021. But like, are they even going to be competitive? So here's the thing. So there's, it's going to make not a lot of sense probably. But so the process node for Intel CPUs is stuck at 14 nanometers. So that's just, you know, how basically whatever. AMD is at seven and in 2021 or 2022, whenever they release their next set of chips, they will be at a five nanometer process. Intel's been stuck at 14 for 10 years. They cannot get down to a smaller process. Why is that going to change in a year? Their engineers couldn't figure it out, but they just will suddenly. Like, I don't... Because I don't think you can push more performance out of 14 nanometer than what's already available. I don't think they can find anywhere else to breathe some life into this process. So have they figured it out and nobody knows? Or... Or is it just over? Intel's done. (laughs) I know it's something you don't care a ton about, but also I get to order the new my new iPhone this day. Oh, yeah, another in one like break. six hours. I didn't, but did shut up. Wait, what? 
last week, Games Radar reported that a recent EA Motive job listing was for a programmer to work on an upcoming Star Wars action game. The project was described as a new, exciting IP. Work on it was set to begin immediately. Today on Twitter, however, the studio said that the listing was an error and that it's not actually working on a new Star Wars game at all. That sucks. I mean, hopefully it's both. Well, I don't know. I Maybe EA needs to just stop trying. You know, sell the rights to Star Wars to a better company and let somebody who's good at making video games take a shot. Because, right. like, yikes. Battlefront 2 was unplayable for over a year and a half after launch. It finally became fun, but it was two years after launch. <laughs> Nobody cares anymore at that point. Anybody who did buy it hated it because of how fucking terrible it was. So they didn't come back. I didn't buy it at launch, right. but even right, when I first already. got it, it still sucked. But it was Star Wars, so of course I'm going to play it. Because even though it sucks, it's Star Wars. Which brings me to another thing. Have you finished watching all nine movies yet? I started the very last one today for about five seconds, and then my brother showed up and never got it done. So you have not seen The Rise of Skywalker yet? No, not yet. Which, I saw a video talking about the way that the Star Wars movies should be named. And it was very intriguing. The way... Star Wars movies should be named. I'm looking it up because I want to see if I can read it to you because it's very intriguing. Because you already have heard spoilers for the last movie, so I can say these things. Right. So episode. So he he's using this different type of logic to change to just rearrange the names. So episode one should have been called The Rise of Skywalker, given that it primarily deals with the discovery of young force prodigy Anakin Skywalker and... Right. You know. Um, where does it show the rest? Hold on. This article sucks. This article sucks. This is why... Ah, that's loud. Every Star Wars film has the wrong title. Episode one should be the Phantom. The or, rise. No, of it fuck. It should be the rise of Skywalker. God damn it. Attack episode two. Attack of the Clones should actually be Revenge of the Sith because that's when the Sith come back. Revenge of the Sith should actually be Attack of the Clones because that's when the clones attack the Jedi. Episode four. A New Hope. Should actually be Return of the Jedi because it's the first viewing of Luke. Episode 5 should actually be called The Force Awakens because Luke, you know, gets good at the Force and all that stuff. Return of the Jedi should actually be switched to The Last Jedi because, you know, Luke becomes The Last Jedi. The Force Awakens should become The Empire Strikes Back because, you know, the First Order is now back doing the same things the Empire did. So, The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> the Last Jedi should be renamed to A New Hope 
because, you know, Luke says, I will not be the last Jedi, sure, but that makes Rey the new hope. You see? And then the Rise of Skywalker should be renamed to the Phantom Menace because it turns out Palpatine has been alive this whole time, so he is the Phantom Menace. Everything needs fixed. I'm not happy anymore. They just done <laughs> fucked up AA, Ron. Okay, what, but I mean, the f- original trilogy got named first. Like, it, so you, I mean, you could change it, but that would fuck up everything. My favorite Star Wars movie is A New Hope. Really? That one fucking sucks. They killed Luke. Wait a minute. Oh, that's right. <laughs> trying to figure out what every fucking how that would actually change things and constantly being like wait that's not how that works fuck I don't understand yeah I- I'm I'm ready for you to get done with all the Star Wars movies though cause then yep not sure if I retained any you know well, that's not what it's about, though. Have you enjoyed them, other than maybe the new trilogy? Because, yikes. I mean, what are, you th- yeah, what are your thoughts on it. Star Wars? I mean, I, I, I like it. I mean, I even like the new stuff, but it's just off. It's just so different compared to the... The other I mean? two sets of movies? Well, yeah. See, it's because the first six movies were written by George Lucas. It was one guy, his one vision. And yeah. the reason he didn't make a, you know, seven, eight, and nine was because he has said the story of Star Wars is the story of Anakin Skywalker. If he is not around anymore, Star Wars isn't around. Like, yeah. the, Star Wars is Anakin's story, which is why it bugs me so much that in the new, tr- the sequel trilogy, there is no Anakin. Anakin yeah. doesn't exist. This is his story. This is Anakin's story. It's not Luke's story. It doesn't get to become Rey's because she exists. Now, could you have made a Star Wars story that is all about Rey? Yes, but you couldn't call it part of the main story. Right? Right, right. The main story is Anakin. And only Anakin. Everything yeah. else is just a different branch of Star Wars. Yeah, I feel like if the last two movies would have been, you know, uh, all in the, the, you know, the only Star Wars ever made, they'd have been, you know, amazing. Because, you know, it's... it's, it's... <laughs> uh, we've had some technical difficulties. He has left the call. Did his phone die? I'm very intrigued. Come back! Come back! Come back! This is probably a problem. Uh, I, I am going to get in such a tangent on Star Wars. This might be a problem. <laughs> Hello? Hello. You pushed a button, apparently. I did. Nope. Pushing. Button pushing. 
Maybe Destiny did it because she thinks you should be done. No, I have <laughs> the, the phone uh, between my lap, but... Uh, your dick landed on the end call button then. I guess. Um. So where were you? You were saying something about if the last three movies were the only Star Wars movies, then what? Then it would have been, I think it would have been, you know, amazing because, you know, there wouldn't have been all this history. Right. That's the problem. They destroyed the history of Star Wars. I mean, you just see, you're getting a very fresh perspective on it because you have just within the last year watched all of the movies. But like Luke, right? You saw him in episode six. Mm -hmm. Throw away his lightsaber and refuse to kill his father because there's still good in him. Yeah. He risked his life to try to bring his father back to the light. Yeah. But then when it came to Ben, his nephew, who's battling the dark side the same way Luke did, the same way Luke's father did, Luke just goes, ah, the best choice might be to kill him. You know, that moment of pure instinct. That's not right, you. Yeah, that didn't make any you sense also, to me. Yeah. You also then wouldn't go seclude yourself. You'd try to fix the problem you just created. You wouldn't just go hide like a little cunt. Hit yeah, him with I, RT. I, I thought he. I thought they were gonna make him like in as the movie went on. I thought they were gonna make him like completely bitchy and like right. he wasn't gonna. And they kind of did anything, and, and they kind of did all the way until the end. You like know? the force projection was cool, but like. I don't know. That seemed like such a bitch way for Luke to die. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. What do you expect me to do? Go face down the entire First Order with a laser sword? Yes. Yes, I do. You did that with the Empire. It's the same concept here. This entire story is the exact same concept as the original trilogy. Like, you are the Uncle Ben, though. In, er, not Uncle Ben, Jesus Christ That's Spider-Man You're the Ben <laughs> Kenobi of this story You're supposed to be the old Wise wizard who, you know Takes people to the older Wiser wizard But, <laughs> but right. Obi-Wan sacrificed himself for everybody Which you kind of did But by Remaining hidden Which is right, dumb He never did Yeah, and then he just dies Like now, the cool thing about his death scene was the weird moment where he looks out and you see the twin sons as if he's on Tatooine and it's a cool moment. Like, there were cool things about The Last Jedi, don't get me wrong, but it was not a good Star Wars movie. Yeah. yeah like, if you watch was, it without cool any other context, it. it's like, okay, cool. But with all the context of Star Wars, it's not a good movie. I also hate that because I say I have a problem with the sequel trilogy, I'm automatically sexist because I don't like Ray. It's like, no, but this is Anakin's story. She doesn't, she's not Anakin Skywalker. Like, her character's still kind of cool. Every concept about it is cool. Yeah. It's written poorly, which sucks. <laughs> the, the biggest thing is George Lucas said... If you're going to make more movies, especially if you're going to follow my original timeline, you know, and follow Anakin's story, I will help write these movies. 
Yeah. They should have let him. Because you can have as much problem with George's dialogue writing, like in the prequels. The dialogue is awful. But, right. But the story is still there. He's a good story writer. Just because you can write a good story does not mean you can write good dialogue. Yeah, true. Yeah. Like, there's a difference between the story and then what the people say in the story. The whole fucking sand thing, I will never get over. <laughs> I, don't I don't like, like sand. That. It's coarse and coarse rough and irritating. And it gets, it gets everywhere. But not like here. And it's like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, man. It's just... Uh, that's one reason I love The Mandalorian so much right now is because it feels like Star Wars. But it's because the two people in charge of it actually know Star Wars. Like, right. if you if you would have put uh, Favreau and then... God, what is his name? I just lost it. Dave Filoni. There we go. Dave Filoni yeah, go. in charge of sequel trilogy or just in charge of anything star wars right now it would be great <laughs> dave yeah. filoni should be star wars's version of kevin feige so kevin feige is the guy who oversees all of everything marvel marvel comics right. marvel movies marvel shows everything that's under marvel goes through kevin feige he has final say that should be dave filoni's job that way, when you write something really fucking stupid, Dave Filoni can be like, no, that's not Star Wars. Fix it. Right. Because, like, um, I love listening to Dave Filoni talk because he knows so much about Star Wars because he's worked on every movie except A New Hope. Well, right. the, like the original movies. He worked with George on every one of those movies. He worked directly with George to make the Clone Wars TV show. So, like, every idea that he has brought to screen was something he has talked with George about. So, you know, it fits the story. And But listening to him talk, he was talking about... I, th I might have told you this already at some point. But he was talking about episode one. So, during the Phantom Menace, when there's the Qui-Gon versus Darth Maul fight. Yeah, that fight, you know, the song and then just the fight scene itself is called the Duel of the Fates. And it's like, this isn't just the Duel of the Fates, you know, because a lot of people just believed, you know, it was just about just about the winner. But he was like, no, it's more important than that. Because it's the fate of the child. It's the fate of Anakin that hangs in the balance during this fight. Right. Because if Qui-Gon defeats Maul, Anakin never becomes Sith. He never becomes That's Darth true. Vader. Because Obi-Wan, while he was a good teacher, a great friend, he was like a brother to Anakin, yes. Yeah, That's not what father, Anakin needed. He needed a Vader figure, yes. <laughs> and Qui-Gon would have been that, and that's why I think... Because of Qui-Gon's death, when they accepted that Anakin would be trained as a Jedi because that was Qui-Gon's final wish, they shouldn't mm -hmm. have gave him to Obi-Wan. Yeah. He should have been trained 
and everybody hates that I have this opinion, but by Mace Windu. Windu is not going to let him get away with shit. But he's also going to build up a different kind of trust with Windu than he would with Obi-Wan. Right. So during episode three, because it's the father figure type trust, he's going to know that Windu would be disappointed in him, but he would say that he's married to Padme and he's having dreams of her dying and that he right. wants to do whatever he can to save her. Yeah. That's why Anakin wanted so badly to become a Jedi master was because Jedi masters had the ability to go into the restriction set, the restricted section of the Jedi archives where there's mm -hmm. a bunch of Sith stuff and he could have maybe learned how to save her, which actually it was just Palpatine putting visions in his head of Padme dying. So it was all manipulation, but right. still, you know, he would have had that talk and then, there would have been either two things that happened when Anakin found out that Palpatine was the Sith Lord and he went to Mace Windu, either Mace takes him with him to fight Palpatine or when Mace tells him to stay there, Anakin just does because he would trust that Mace could handle it. But because right. of all their bad experiences and the way the movie was actually written, he doesn't. Yeah. So he goes and then his mind continues to be twisted. Mm hmm. Palpatine's great at the manipulation game, and you'll, I think you'll see even more of that in the next movie when you finally get to watch it. Yeah. Because how far into it did you get? Did you get to see the entire beginning scene? Nope. Like Kylo I got, flying I, and I got landing. Like, I got like, I know it's like a lightsaber duel thing because I see a bunch of lightsaber, but I mean it was like the. Right after the da 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 da, da and it was like, <laughs> and then I had to pause it. Oh, those scenes are so good. Oh, the the opening sequence for this movie is so good. But th there's something that I don't want to spoil for you because it's just so cool. So I'm not I'm not gonna talk about because I love it. Okay. We'll yeah, we'll see if you no realize what I'm talking about. Like we've spoiled some stuff for you, but that's just because. There was a time when you said you weren't going to watch Star Wars anyways. Right. So giving you some backstory to how things work didn't hurt. But now it kind of does, since you're going into this movie knowing that... Just knowing some stuff that yeah, could have been... You know, it's... it's just like you've always known the, you know, no, I am your father scene. That was such a cool twist. But also, if you watch the movies in order, it's not a twist. So it's like, right. eh, that's why everybody always says you should watch the original trilogy, then the prequels, then the sequels, even though that's the fucked up order to watch it in. It, it, it makes some of the moments cooler. Right. Because like, if you do it you that way, you not only get, well, yeah, but you also get the Luke, I am your father scene to be an actual surprise, yeah. which is cool. You also get to see like how, lightsaber duels between Obi-Wan and Vader are and then Vader and Luke which look a little better but then right. when the prequels come out you get to see the prime of the Jedi you get to see these incredible lightsaber duels because this is the best the Jedi ha have you know right so you know the Darth Maul Obi-Wan Qui-Gon fight is amazing but that's these this was the height of the Jedi when Luke's around, he is the the only Jedi. 
He's trying to right. figure it out on his own. He doesn't yeah. get all the nuances that, you know, all the prequel trilogy Jedi did where they constantly were learning how to use a lightsaber. Luke didn't get that. His teacher died <laughs> within like a day of him meeting him. <laughs> yeah. Also read a thing or heard a thing about how JK Rowling didn't write an awesome story. She wrote Star Wars oh. with shitty lightsabers. <laughs> yeah. So it's like there's this young orphan boy whose parents died who's sent to live with his aunt and uncle by this old wizard who then comes back around and takes him and trains him and then takes him to meet an older, wiser, wiser wizard who's high most of the time. <laughs> you know, Yoda. Pretty sure yeah. he was high most of the time. Yeah. J.K. Yeah. Rowling. Uh, let me find the full thing. Because it's intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. An orphan living with his aunt and uncle in the remote wilderness of, you know, Tatooine or suburbia. He's rescued from these you know, either aliens or in this case muggles by a wise bearded man, so Obi-Wan and Hagrid, who turns out to be a Jedi Knight, well, wizard, whatever. Ben reveals to Luke, or Hagrid reveals to Harry, that their father was also a Jedi Knight, or a wizard, and was the right. best pilot, oh wait, Quidditch player he had ever seen. <laughs> They're also instructed to use... In this one, it's a lightsaber or a magic wand and trained to become a Jedi slash wizard. They go on many adventures in the galaxy or Hogwarts, make new friends such as Han Solo or Ron, the scruffy comic relief, and then Princess Leia and Hermione, person he will only ever love as a sister, but there's some weird sexual tension there. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. Distinguished himself as a top pilot or Quidditch player. And at the battle of whatever by make, by defeating... It, it's just weird. She wrote Star Wars. Right. With shitty lightsabers. First episode was awesome. Yeah. Girl... Tell boy. New girl moves. Girl has to make out the... Young boy makes out with... And girl who likes boy because he likes which oh yeah <laughs> that's a lot drama that's too that's almost a little too much for me. But yeah, it's it's funny. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
right. Well, you ready to go watch the Mando? Is it uh, ready? Just 20 minutes. Uh, I guess. Gotta make some popcorn, get some drinks, you know. Get cuddled up on the couch, you know, do the thing. Right, right. <laughs> You're gonna do none of that because you don't have a couch in your bedroom. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get one. Like, come on. I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, my I bedroom's don't. a little weird, I guess. My bedroom's also very big. Yeah. But I mean. Yeah. Our house is weird. There also was a time where I lived in a closet, so. You remember that. Right. You were there. That room was tiny. The room was tiny. A Harry Potter room. But. But I also had a couch and a bed in there. Because I had one of those weird loft beds and then a futon. Right, yeah. Which, then I got rid of the loft bed and just had the futon, which I slept on constantly. And then that got broken all to bits. <laughs> well, because it, it was like a shitty futon with just the little, like, metal bars with the tiniest little welds. And, you know, I'm not a small person. Right. So all of those broke. So basically, it was just the two big bars holding it up. So all the seats just sunk completely. So laying on it was very uncomfortable. I right. ended up sleeping on the floor a lot. So, yeah. That sounds about right. Wow. Apparently, Vladimir Putin plans to step down next year because of health oh. concerns. That sounds about right. Been eating too many of those uh, Russian truffles. I think it's just the amount of vodka. <laughs> Could be. I'm going to go with it's vodka. Yes, that is as good a place as any to call it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. So, uh, thanks for watching. We'll catch you in the next one.